Hey, little nigga. Hey, what's good? I'm just chilling in the neighborhood. Hey, everybody. It's B-U-J-T slash Coop. I am the Carolina Kid, and this is the Carolina Kid Podcast. Y'all can subscribe anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Subscribe to the Rash Intelligence, everybody. Um, it's absolutely free. I might think about a Patreon soon in the future. But uh, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I'm getting straight to it, nigga. Pat Mahomes, Pat mother, mother, motherfucking Mahomes, nigga. Pat mother, mother, motherfucking Mahomes. Um, you know what? Any nigga that has doubted Pat Mahomes should have uh, all the dicks slapped in their face. I'm talking about the light-skinned dick, <laughs> the white, pink dick, the big black dick, <laughs> the Asian dick, the Hispaniola dick, <laughs> Hispanic dick. All of them, because y- y'all ain't shit. Just cause he he hurt he hurt his little nene. He had a little boo boo on his nene. <laughs> then he thought he was gonna write him off and be like, no, he can't do it. He can't get past the NFC Championship. I'm like, this nigga basically almost did it. The only reason why he didn't go to the Super Bowl last year is because the Patriots didn't let that motherfucker get on the field in overtime. <laughs> Pat Mahomes came back, made it in overtime last year. Only reason why he didn't even do anything is because the Patriots made sure that he didn't get on the field. That's literally the only way you can beat Pat Mahomes. Just don't let him get on the field. Don't let him get on the field. But if you can't if if, if you can't stop that, then you're doomed, nigga. Ain't no way you gonna fucking make it. <laughs> Ain't no way you gonna fucking make it. The Tennessee Titans came out to a lead ten to nothing, like in the first half, and then all of a sudden Pat Mahomes came back and they hit whooped their ass. It was like. What was it like? Twenty-one to seventeen. Like, damn! What nigga does this? <laughs> this nigga did this in Houston. I was like, damn, damn! I know this nigga won't. This nigga was down twenty-four to nothing. Okay, twenty-four to nothing. Came back, whooped they ass. It was fifty-one to thirty-one. I was like, who does this shit? <laughs> this nigga is on something else. But um, yeah, like you got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You know, Sammy Watkins, you got you got so much already, bro. And then you just going to be great on your own on top of that. And then you had to help. Like, this the, the, if these niggas don't win the Super Bowl, I understand why. Because San Francisco is that fucking amazing. San Francisco is scary as shit. Um, <laughs> I feel like, think about this. Jimmy Garoppolo only threw the ball six times. And they destroyed Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And, and I, I'm just seeing him like... But but what 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 else could any but imagine if Jimmy Garoppolo started throwing the ball well out there and they running the ball like crazy, cause um Mostert was out here, my nigga Mostert was running for two hundred and twenty something yards. Ain't nobody know who that nigga was last year, <laughs> but this nigga is everywhere now. I'm just saying like. Don't fuck with both these teams. I dropped my phone. Oops. <laughs> but don't fuck with both these teams. Because they, they will rip your nuts off and feed it to the wolves. Because they, they have no fucks. Finding the fucks from both of these teams is like finding Nemo. Oh, wait. He got found. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. um, So, let's jump into some more shit. Because... Uh, you know, I just kind of just talked about this weekend, but um, let's talk about the lack of black coaches in the NFL. Because 
they went on these coach searches and niggas won't get hired in this shit. Okay. And when I mean niggas, I really mean people of color because let's be honest. People of color in the NFL are very scarce. Scarce. When I mean scarce, I mean scarce. There ain't a lot of these motherfuckers out here. Okay. It should be way more. Quick. Let's be honest. It should be representative of the league. The league is what, 80 plus percent black? At, at least 70. At least seventy percent black. I don't know the exact percentage. I I'm I don't have the stats on that. But, but, but let's really think about this. It's well over fifty percent. By way over fifty, and way more than sixty. But that's not representative of the, of the coaching pool. It's just families of coaches hiring their sons and shit. Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> Mike Shula. Okay, okay, Scott Turner. <laughs> They all, except for Kyle Shanahan, was Kyle Shanahan fire, okay? The rest of them is mediocre as fuck and still getting passed around like a fucking, li- 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 like fucking Lazy Susan, okay? Getting passed the fuck around and getting this work each time. Like, get somebody who looked like me and was a former player some work, you know? Some of them are coordinators and, and, and shit, but some other ones can be coaches. They good enough to be coaches. Robert Sala. San Francisco 49ers but I, I start thinking about like oh well some of these guys need coaches immediately and Robert Sala's going to the Super Bowl and he won't be available until after the Super Bowl well that's a good argument but Robert Sala should definitely be getting head coaching nods at least next year like that dude how's that dude not a head coach right now and also how is Eric Bieniemy, not a head coaching candidate that actually got a job. <laughs> you know, it's weird how the top two coaching candidates are from these two Super Bowl teams. So that's probably why they didn't. Josh McDaniels is another situation, which I I don't give a fuck because he's not black and he's not part of this conversation or not a person of color. So, but anyway, he just a motherfucker that was like, I, I changed my mind. I don't want to go here. And that's the only reason why he ain't getting no love from the people that's looking for new coaches because <laughs> because josh mcdaniels is like mm, mm, i changed my mind i like the patriots and he just does that all every time and they're like mm, no you can't renege in space and they're like if you renege in space again we're gonna shoot your ass and <laughs> yeah you can't renege in, in the game of space that is life nigga you, you will die every time <laughs> um <clears throat> anyway um Black ownership is even bigger. Like, it's no black ownership in the NFL. Like, no black ownership. When you have no black ownership in the NFL, like, it's really going to trickle down, you know, for, for a lot of the policies. Thank God a new CBA finna come out, because good God, this shit feel like slavery to a nigga. <laughs> some of these niggas gonna have slavery. See, when you think about some of these contracts, they don't have guaranteed money. So just because that shit say 40 million don't mean they get 40 million. Now, they do have to have a like a guaranteed amount. I remember Richard Sherman said like he had a contract right <clears throat> for Seattle. It was a some odd amount. I don't know. It was his rookie contract, I believe. And then they signed an extra contract with him. But it was like a weird ass contract where he ain't get no guaranteed money. <laughs> but think about that. They don't get no guaranteed money. None. Like. Endorsements, none of that. 
this nigga making more in endorsements than his contract? He, he, no, no, that shit don't work. Bullshit, bullshnacky. <laughs> yeah, they play games too much. This is more of a sports-oriented episode, I will say that. It, it's kind of started off that way, and if you don't like this shit, oh, well, nigga. Because <laughs> this is, we got more, nigga. <laughs> As a Panthers fan, I am sad to say that Luke Kuechly has retired at the age of 28. And actually, I'm actually congratulating him on such a great career. And on top of that, I'm congratulating him for choosing such a hard decision because we know the reason why that nigga retired. He ain't really say that shit, but he said, mm, too many damn concussions, motherfucker. <laughs> I keep getting hit in the head and having concussions and looking bewildered because I got hit so fucking hard that I saw La La Land. Like, it's something that you don't want to say Luke but we know we know nigga we know we got you my nigga you a HOF er my nigga you out here even when you out there you in here too <laughs> you still the best like one of the best Panthers ever to play so if anybody gives you any shit for retiring this age, 28, playing for eight seasons. They going to get a big-ass knuckle sandwich from my, uh, me, nigga. They going to see the right side of my fist and the left side of my other hand. Like, nigga, what we doing? Going to war. <laughs> no, nah, I was just playing. I was just playing. Luke, though, um, concussions are serious, bro. Like, he's had three documented concussions. Back to back to back to back. And um, that shit ain't nothing to really like play with. That's documented concussions. You know the NFL shady shit. They probably had about 50. He probably had about 10, 15, 20. He had to wear a collar that would help him from getting concussions. That's weird. When they start using that special sports science that niggas really think this going to work. Because let's be honest. Niggas coming, niggas running 20 some odd miles an hour up against each other. That's about, I don't know, equal to about 700 pounds. <laughs> niggas is getting, feel like they're getting hit by trucks every damn day, every damn play. You think that shit don't hurt, nigga? <laughs> you think that shit don't break your body down into itty bitty little pieces? Like, yeah. Luke was like, quality of life, nigga. I want kids. I want to play with my kids. You're like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Boop. He wasn't really like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm downplaying that shit. Because Luke was like, it, it, it's hard to turn away from something that you really love. It's literally like, Luke is one of those guys where you know he just, he didn't have cable for years because he just, he didn't want it to interrupt from his film study. That's a real nigga. <laughs> that nigga was about his shit. <laughs> he won't play. But he was playing football. That That's... Let's get that right. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, it's sad, but I'm happy for him because he gets to live his life and move on. And, and he is affording himself this ability because a lot of people did not have that ability in them old days. Niggas was getting their brains turned into mush because they was only getting paid 40 grand a year. <laughs> and that's all they had because they had no degree because <laughs> they left school early to play the NFL. <laughs> So, yeah, um, this shit hurts. 
but like Andrew Luck, he's like quality of life. I'm gonna be able to play with my kids. I'm gonna have. I don't want to be accepting my Hall of Fame induction, you know, with my words all fucked up. Be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, thank you for everything. You know, you don't want that. That's high key. Like it's been some of them like Hall of Famers. They've been going up to the stage, and you like, is this motherfucker have ALS or some really fucked up shit where he can't talk? Cause I don't understand. A fucking word he's saying and it's really sad and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like Rooney Rule is dead so so let's do a tally list Rooney Rule don't work nigga <laughs> niggas is gonna retire earlier okay cause they getting paid more and uh yeah Matt Rule <laughs> let's get started on Matt Rule cause Matt Rule is gonna be a whirlwind motherfucker <laughs> Okay, so um, <clears throat> when he got hired, I didn't like it at first because I don't know. The owner was like, I like this guy. He reminds me of me. And I'm like, that's not why you hire a fucking head coach, man. <laughs> but then I watched the speech and I was like, man, I kind of like the way he's doing this. And then I like how he like he, he got the offense coordinator. He got, you know, he got got offense coordinator from Baylor. I mean, not from Baylor. Fuck. I'm fucking up already. From LSU, he literally just fresh, fresh and won a fucking championship, and was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. We're good to go. We're ready to go. Oh, I'm re- I'm happy to be in Carolina. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then we got a defensive coordinator, and then we got like a president of football operations, sh- shit like that. So we 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 good. Like the co- <gasps> the coach has been balling. Okay, he's been doing his thing. He don't know much. So he what, what did he do? He got Tom Coughlin to help him out. I was like, you know what? This motherfucker's smart. He got somebody who know how to coach. At least tell him what the fuck to do. You know, I was like, okay, I like this dude. Matt Rule, at first I didn't like him because the coach was like, I like him. And then I was like, but he, and th- and this kind of also played into like the, why you not going to hire the black coach? See, when you say shit like that, that made me like, we remind you of you, but if he's a black dude from like Mississippi or something like that, he wouldn't remind you of you, huh? But, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. Matt Rule seemed like the real deal. He seemed like he could be a good coach heading into the future, and maybe for a long time, maybe for the same length of time as maybe uh Ron Rivera, maybe even longer. Who knows? They're making the right decision right now, Carolina. I like the way it looks on paper. That don't mean shit though. <laughs> they could be two and fourteen for three straight years, and we'd be like, nigga, you only want like six games in like three years. What the fuck, man? And then they'd be like. Click. Get the fuck out <laughs> They will do it Like I mean You can see right now David Tepper will pull the plug On you so fucking fast He's like Get the fuck out of here Motherfucker <laughs> He will pull the plug On you so fast He don't give a fuck He like My Carolina Panthers Motherfucker It's not the way We won't do it here We're trying to bring Championships to Charlotte I'm like You a real motherfucker For that one But you know I hope you know When you don't Nobody knows What the fuck they doing Nobody knows Let's, let's be real here Don't nobody know What the fuck they doing <laughs> Niggas be hoping that they look like they know what the fuck they're doing. But nobody knows. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sports in its entirety is people not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. But kind of like trying to put things together to make it seem like it makes sense. Like that is sports as an entirety. So we think it's cool to talk about it. But we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Realest fucking shit I've ever said. Fight me, <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's let's talk about Antonio Brown crazy ass and Odell Beckham's 
what the fuckness. Um, so Antonio Brown cussing out his baby mama, the mother of his of his kids, while the cops is outside. He literally throwing a bag of gummy dicks. <laughs> he literally throwing a bag of dicks. <laughs> a bag of dicks. A bag of dicks. Not missing words. A bag of dicks. At his wife. A gummy bag. It's like the little shit you would get from like fucking Spencer's and shit. It's, it's a bag of dicks. Gummy dicks. <laughs> you know the shit girls buy for each other girlfriends be like, girl, here you go. You take a bag of dicks home. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hey, you go, girl. You you lonely. Take you a bag of dicks home so you can feel comfortable. <laughs> I, I don't know where that shit came from. But anyway, <laughs> like, it's, this nigga is, like I said, CTE, nigga. CTE is, it is a sad, debilitating situation because there are two Antonio Browns that niggas will always reference to. There's the Antonio Brown before the hit. By Vontaze Burfick and after the hit by Vontaze Burfick. I mean, he almost decapitated that nigga. I, I really think this nigga is missing like an A1, like fucking vertebrae, almost from that damn hit. I'm just like, <clears throat> that shit scared the hell out of me. Like, looking at it, and I was like, this motherfucker is probably never gonna be the same. And look at this nigga. He is out of the NFL, lost his goddamn mind. His agent, like, I can't make money off you anymore. I'm done. I'm dropping you. <laughs> Oh, now you drop him when he out of his fucking mind and in the worst fucking state of his life. I don't think there's any coming back for Antonio Brown. But on the other hand, <clears throat> let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Because this nigga, <laughs> this nigga wildin'. But at the same time, I truly believe that them niggas in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is out here wildin' too. How about for Patton? A security guard on the but Odell Beckham has a warrant out for his arrest. Why? They called it what? Would, what they called it? I don't even know what they called the charge. It sounds so stupid. It's some made up shit that they 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 found in the book. They're like um um some you know he hit him on the ass, but we we don't want to say we hit him on the ass. It was like something battery. I, I don't know, but he just hit him on the booty, like a congratulatory smack on the booty. Which I don't necessarily condone certain actions of that nature, but come on, bro. <laughs> really? Oh, he, he was a security guard, so he wasn't even a cop. He was a runner cop, motherfucker. <laughs> he was Paul Blart <laughs> of the field. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Any cops? I'm sorry if I offended you. Not really. Um, but <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm such an asshole. Let me stop. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, um, sorry if I offended any of y'all. Like y'all half-ass apologies be anyway. <laughs> composure. Um. Yeah. So those are two different incidents where I'm like, Odell, bro, that was kind of out of pocket, but not really. Like you didn't have to have a warrant for that nigga arrest. Like he, it won't that serious. But you are dealing with cops who be like, I'm trying to get some money because they don't get paid very well. <clears throat> And Brantley was a security car, so he really didn't get paid very well. So, I don't know what to make of that situation, because it's straight up fuck shit. Fuck it. Just fuck that whole situation. The Cleveland Browns are cursed, by the way. Um, They have a new head coach who, I don't know, man. 
I don't know what's going on there. I just don't know what's going on with Cleveland as an entirety. I I try I stopped trying to figure them niggas out. I, I thought I had them figured out this last off season. I was like, oh, they're gonna be good, and I I fucking I was a fool. I was dumb. I was like, oh, it's still Cleveland. Damn. <laughs> you know, for Cleveland, you just want them to have nice things, and the nice things just never come. And I've I've stayed in all parts of Ohio for the equivalent of about two months. And they like, everybody like, sorry. Even people from Ohio like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, damn. Cleveland is a sad place. It's getting better, but man, like, it's a sad place. Moving on, anyway. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some local news. Because uh, my state, my nigga, North Carolina, um, <laughs> North Carolina has scrapped the plans for a light rail in the RTP area, which I am pissed about because I'm saying like, okay, nigga, it's like 2 million people that live in this area. Why is there nobody getting any, any, <laughs> any light rail situations? Why we not doing, like, we, like, why we not getting none of that shit? Why we not getting none of that? Like, at least, at least a little twinkle, twinkle train. Like <laughs> something they go from at least Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh, Cary. That's the biggest little spots in this area. So I'm like, okay, like give give us something to start with. A little choo choo to go in three directions. Something <laughs> something small. Like nigga, we little Thomas the train, little Tonka train, little <laughs> something nigga, something to go choo choo, nigga. Something that's on a rail. Like <laughs> We need better transit, bro. Like, we can't just be a car city no more. Charlotte got the Lynx light rail. They doing something. The blue line. They working on another line, too. They go out to Gastonia. Like, <laughs> they trying. They, they motherfucking trying, dude. They motherfucking trying some fucking bullfucking shit that they got going on over here. Because, let's be honest. This place is one of the most booming areas in the in the U.S. Okay, why would... Why y'all, why y'all being stupid with y'all money? Y'all some funny niggas and y'all should have got y'all shit up about 10 years ago. Y'all stupid as shit. Y'all keep trying this light rail shit and it don't work. It never work out because North Carolina General Assembly is full of some dumb fucking idiots. I'm just being real with y'all. Anyway, with the local shit, let's move on. <laughs> All right. So. It it was said back when they announced the Oscars, but I kind of want to bring this shit up because Issa Rae was like, uh, I'm shading the whole category. Boom. Uh, she was like, Issa Rae was like, white man, white man, white man, white man. Oh, look at all of these men. And they were nominated for like best director or something like that. <sighs> I mean, I'm not surprised the Oscars. It's like they're a reactionary people. They like, oh, they said the Oscars so white, so we gonna make it real black. And then the next year they like, what? What? What, what was Oscars? Oscars so black? <laughs> it's two blacks. We gotta make it white again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they don't. They don't care that much. It's no black people really in charge of anything in the Oscars. Let's just be very honest. Like the Grammys is a little different. Like the Grammys, they they kind of have more black people at the helm, but. When it comes to the Oscars, no, they don't. (laughs) They don't. They don't care. And that's why I don't really like watching them motherfuckers. So, ABC will not see me on TV. (laughs) 
Fuck them. <laughs> All right, so um, here is our marquee matchup of the evening. Tyler Perry posted something on his I don't know what his social media. I think it's all over social his social media's period whatever <sighs> about him never having a writer's room or he's like yeah I did this all by myself and he posted like a picture of his scripts and whatnot he was like yeah and this is why I don't have no scripts and blah, blah, blah. I'm like okay whatever whatever nigga and then he goes and explains like this other shit in another video about him like being being like oh so for the people that wonder why i say i don't have writers and scripts and shit like that and and, and all of that nature and all of that jazz um it's really because i have people who are renting my tyler perry studios who are doing projects that i don't fucking do <laughs> that are not my projects writing on those projects those are the only writers you're ever going to see on my studios i'm like this motherfucker really just don't give a fuck and he doubled down he's like well for my audience for my well for i'm like this is why your shit always has been trash tyler perry's shit has always been terrible and even the people that have kind of liked his terrible shit and tolerated his terrible ass everything for all these years i'm starting to see like man even his shit then now they're like oh damn his shit is terrible and i'm like see <laughs> See? See? I told it, y'all. <laughs> His plays were hitting, though. His plays really were hitting. I used to rewind them shits like a motherfucker till the tape broke. Oh, my gosh. I used to watch them bootlegs like a motherfucker. Like... His his plays were fucking hitting. But here's this thing. Here's this thing. Here's this thing. He's a playwright. He's an amazing playwright who ended up becoming a writer, director, and like an everything motherfucker. His problem. He never would hire black actors and pay them. He'd hire black actors and give them like shitty wages and they move the fuck on and be like, fuck you. And and his material has just always pushed the culture back. You know, it's just like, I see why you don't have a writer's room. Your shit could be so much better. It could be critically acclaimed and make money. But let's be honest. Most of the shit that make money now from Tyler Perry is really white people that's buying that shit. Black people don't like that shit. It's really, it's really a poor portrayal of us. It is very, very formulaic. Backwards as fuck. Like, Tyler. Get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. <laughs> what kind of bullshit you trying to spew? Like, you spewing the biggest shit hog piece of doo-doo crap that just... <laughs> I feel like you fell off the wrong truck and shit just skidded on your face. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing? What are you doing, nigga? Ugh. This nigga got all this money. He could have all these great writers that are like people of color. They've been writing on these shows. You could have great shows. But what does he choose to do? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to write everything. I'm going to have everything. And just keep making all the money, keeping all the money for himself. Fuck Tyler Perry. <laughs> Fuck this motherfucker don't want to make great content do you know with that platform he could have there could there could have been a black hollywood he has so much money so much power so much everything but he chooses not to uplift or employ or anything it just is like 
the material's terrible, the quality's terrible, and it's coming, it's because one motherfucker is writing it with an antiquated fucking view. <laughs> like, what we doing? <sighs> Tyler Perry, have all the seats. All of the seats. And the, like, people who be like, oh, I'm defending him. Like, clearly this man, and mainly it's black women that's defending Tyler Perry. And I'm like, you know he doesn't really like black women, right? Like, if you watch all of the things that he has portraying black women, it's basically beating them down and having some, like, male savior in the movie. And it's always some light-skinned nigga that's coming back to save these these beaten-down black women. It makes no sense. Like, it's the most fucked-up thing. Like, that dude does not like black women. I always thought he was gay. Anyway, <laughs> everybody thinks that. Nothing there's anything wrong with that, but if you don't think that nigga gay, just saying. Alright, people, it has been a whole podcast, bro. It has been the Carolina Coop Podcast. We are about to wrap this shit up. I just want to tell y'all that, hey, if I got one subscriber or if I got a million subscribers, I'm going to be the same nigga. <laughs> Right off, right off Gay City Boulevard, I was I was raised, and I moved deeper into McLeansville. But we, you know, hey, and that was my childhood. So I'm I'm from Carolina, bro. Um, but I think I think y'all, whether I got one fan or a million, I'm gonna keep this shit the same, the format the same. If you don't like it, get out. If you do, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, this is episode twenty. I kind of call this like a milestone, you know. Um. Just being able to do it, just having the feeling to get up and actually record this shit. Because sometimes I, I don't have to do this shit, but I do it because I love it. So, uh, yeah, you can find me on any platform um, where podcasts are downloaded. Subscribe to the Rash Intelligence on CastBox, Google Play, anything, iTunes, Spotify, anything, anything. Um, this is B-O-U-J-T, Blue Jet, Coop. See you next time. One.